Welcome. Great news. We have a guest speaker today. My sibling, Bubba Goat, will be reading. Show some love. Enjoy. Chapter 20. Old Deals. I walked through the basement, hoping to find anything out of place. But to me, everything looked out of place. The walls, the doors, the bars above me, the chains, the mirror is hanging on the wall. It doesn't even look like a mirror. I stopped before sighing. The mirror looks as if it opens to another world. I rolled my eyes and moved my arms through it. Great, the door to hell and it's a mirror. Just my luck. The door to hell could be anything in the human world. A normal door, a walkway, a tunnel, a well. Hell, it could even be the space under your bed. You wouldn't even have the slightest idea that you have a pathway straight to hell under you. I mean, you would have nightmares. Lucky for me to have found this mirror door. Only I don't enjoy this door. I shook my head before pushing my head through the mirror, which is just big enough to get my body through. No one is on the other side. The ground is normal for being hell. I stepped out of the mirror door before turning. The door is big, unlike the mirror on the other side. How didn't anyone get through this door? I mean, if you can't fit through the mirror from the other side, then you can't get past and would be stuck. The door itself is old wood, which looks rotten. It doesn't help me because the wood will break once I touch it. The door will kill me if I'm not careful. Though opening the doors took little to no energy, closing it is another issue at hand. There are five to nine doors if I remember clearly, and one of them can close all of them. But it'll never make me return to the human world for years until I can wake up. It would be nothing but an empty shell. Closing that door will close them all, but I wouldn't be able to walk for years, and I would be lost to everyone I know. I would be alone. This door in front of me can be closed by anyone who is a higher-up devil or demon. Satan could have closed these doors, but he never enjoyed having the doors being here in the first place, so he just left them around. The other demons or devils never wanted to get close to the doors because of me, which made Lilith angry. She couldn't send them through the doors because they knew of the pain that they would feel if they crossed over the doors. Lilith was cross with me when she found out that I made those who crossed the doors burn and feel pain. She had a plan and I had ruined it. Is that why she had thrown me away? Had she beaten me, thought she had killed me? Just my rotten luck, huh? This all happened because Lilith thought she could mess with me and my family. I shook the thoughts away before touching the door and pushing it. The wood cut into my fingers as I pushed it. Five minutes passed like nothing in the door maybe moved an inch, which means I can't close in my human form. Should have known. I changed forms and pushed. My body ached as I gripped my teeth. Unlike the other demons, I don't have wings, but I do have a tail. One that wraps around my body when I am in my demon form. My tail is my weak point. I don't use it, nor do I see the need to have it, so I hide it when I am fighting, but it does make me look cool. My feet dug into the mud and my hands pushed against the rotting door. Maybe this is a mirror of myself, rotten and broken, left all alone. I shook the forming thoughts from my head and hit the door before pushing. I will close this damn door and no one can stop me. My tail wrapped around my leg as I looked up at the door. Blood is running down my arms. The door is now moving faster than before, but the pain grows as the wood cuts into my flesh. The wood is old and smells. It almost feels like poison is entering my body with every little piece that is stabbing into my hands. The mirror door doesn't show a mirror image of yourself. It brings you pain. It makes you feel all the pain that you have ever felt in your lifetime and makes it burn into your body. Sadly, it'll take me an hour just to close this damn door because of the mud and pain. I just have to withstand it for an hour. I can do that. Maybe. At least it won't bring up the past like the other doors. Thank God there was only one door and now two for the mirror door. The pain grew as I got sharp pains in my back. 
felt like I had been hit by a truck. This pain is something I can withstand for now. I closed my eyes. Was this all the door could do? Hit me with a truck? Bring it. I could have closed these doors with the snap of my fingers, but oh no, it's all thanks to that damn woman Lilith who had beaten me for years before going for the kill. Sadly, I had gotten away before she could finish me off. She had thrown away Dixie and Demetrius, even Satan. She even threw away the love of her life. After Satan, she's truly Satan's wife. She's a devilish woman who doesn't care what anyone thinks of her and will always get her way. Even if she has to hunt you down to get her or she would kill you to get what she wants. She had taken Dixie to get me. I tried to stay strong until I had broken. Though I don't think she knew about my tail. Maybe she did. I felt the door stop. I looked up, foot away from being closed, just a little bit. I pushed with my numb hands. I could see the flesh that was once on my hands or now on the ground in front of me. I can see my bones and my fingers and part of my arms. My blood and rotting flesh are now steaming from the heat around me. The mud around me is pushing me away from where I am standing. My tail is covered in mud, but I will not yield to this door. The door has made a ticking sound as my eyes widen. I forced them closed so I couldn't see my bones and rotting flesh. I can smell the steam, my blood, my rotting hands. When was the last time I felt this pain? The fire? The dragon? Lilith? The door is half an inch from being closed. So close. It made a ticking sound. So close. I pushed and screamed out before pushing my shoulder against the door. My right hand slipped and fell to my side. I felt my shirt pull up my skin. Felt as if it was burning off. I pushed with everything I had and then some more. It was so close. I couldn't lose to this pain. I couldn't lose to the first door of hell. There were so many more doors. The door closed and just as it did, it locked. My eyes widened before I moved my hands off the door. I felt free for the first time in a long time. But what was that all about? My eyes forced themselves to close and I went straight into the mud under me. I truly didn't think anything was going to ever happen to me. I was only thankful for that damn door being closed. My mind wandered elsewhere but jumped back to the door and then I had gotten washed over by the pain. My whole body jolted as if someone poked me sharply with a knife. To me, Joyous, did you really have to take my fun away? I am being held down by Dixie. There's blood all around me and dead bodies. Demetrius stepped over me. Dixie had wrapped black chains around me. I am sitting on my knees and my arms are pulled down in front of me. I was enjoying myself. Demetrius' eyes moved over me, seeing for something. God knows what. Chain, I expected more from you. I felt my chest tightened, my eyes widened. I didn't understand this feeling. I was outraged. I looked down before giggling like some madman. You expect more out of me? You? I pulled the chains. Dixie moved. Two more chains wrapped around me. You don't get to tell me that. The chains started to break around me. My eyes locked onto Demetrius. He's watching in awe. You out of everyone should know what to expect out of someone you can't control. The chains broke and Dixie went flying. The chains had hit her away. I stood up. I felt blood digging off my fingertips. Calm yourself, chain. I snickered at that. Calm myself. I looked around. You wanted to see what I could do and then you get to tell me that you expected more out of me. You? I eyed him. If anything, I expected more out of you, Demetrius. You could have ruled hell, but yet you bowed to Satan. He shot me a look. I didn't know anything about his past, and he knew it. You want to control me, but you have no power. Hold him. His words echoed around me, and I felt shadows wrapping around me. I looked away. Who did he have that could do this? Was this before Solomon and everyone else? When was this? You're right. He stepped closer. If I wanted just another demon, I would have made one. You are half. 
You aren't bonds of this world nor the human world. I expect you to be different than anyone else I have seen. But I see that you were just a mistake. My eyes widened. I felt the heat in my body rise at his words. A mistake? My father's words echoed in my head. I heard my mother shouting at me to get out. I heard it all. You think you understand? I do understand. He moved his fingers. They looked as if he was spelling something. Then I felt something stab through my back. I coughed at the pain. I understand the pain and the worries of this world. You don't. His fingers moved again. I screamed as the pain washed over my body. I felt as if it had all ran over by a train. Obey me now. You are the one who made the mistake, Demetrius. Oh, how so? I snickered a bit. The pain was a funny feeling, but I understood how he did it. Because I can understand your mind. I locked my eyes on him before vanishing out of the shadow. He looked around me. I am now floating above him. I don't feel like obeying someone who holds no power. He looked up at me. I am not a mistake, Demetrius. I was a human you wanted to change. It is your fault for thinking I could be different. He grinned wildly. I see my trick didn't work after all. I didn't understand as he chuckled. It's a good little trick, don't you think? I looked around at the area. Dixie is no longer around. Where was she? You see, I was wasting time. I felt Dixie's fingers wrapping around my neck. I then hit the ground hard and coughed. I don't think you are a mistake. I just think you need an order and knowledge. I don't want to control you. I want you to be free, but I do want you on my side chain. I looked up at him. Do you understand me now? I don't want demons. I want a family chain. My eyes widened as Dixie pushed off me, and you are welcome into this family. I felt as if I was moving. My arms and hands are all numb. There is pressure on my stomach. It feels as if someone has their arms around me, holding me up. I can still smell the rotting flesh in my blood. I don't know if I'm covered in my own blood or in sweat. Maybe it's both. I can't really tell at this moment. I moved again. Who is carrying me right now? Some random demon, or is it one of Lilith's demon? Will I be able to kill her sooner? I don't have that kind of luck. I then heard little footsteps behind me. There was little bits of laughter that followed their footsteps. Get off him! It's a man's voice. One that I have heard but can't picture what he looks like. Yes, Pa. The footsteps moved around. Were they on me? I moaned in pain. Are you awake? Just hold on. I'm going to wrap up your hands and give you some food. I moved about. Why? I managed to get out before coughing hard. Why not? I mean, yes, you are chain and a monster at that, but you let me live. You let my child live. So this is my thank you to you. I saw you close that door. That door was the mirror door. Makes you feel pain and knowing you, pain that I would never understand. I slowly opened my eyes, which made me think back to my fingers and bones. I coughed. That would hurt anyone. It's amazing that you were able to close and keep both arms. There's a lot of people who want to join your war chain. Sadly, I cannot because of my family. He sounds a bit happy about his family. My eyes closed. Everything was blurry anyways. So all I can do is tell you and back you up now. Just wait a bit longer. We're almost home. I kept my eyes closed, partly because of the pain, partly because I was still tired. Now that I think about it, this beast just holding me is the one I let live when I first drove through hell. Did he find me? I guess that's better than one Lilith demon finding me. He walked as I groaned in pain. Just a bit longer and I won't feel this pain. I only hope. What was his reasoning for helping me? I mean, yes, I did let him live, but that was all. Should I thank him for what he's doing? I never heard his name, nor did he give me one, but it'll be fine for now. I groaned once more as he opened the door. Dear? I heard footsteps before the beast stopped. What is going on? Who is that? It's a woman's voice, one I have never heard before. He is the beast. The mutt mix spoke as I coughed before I opened my eyes. I looked up, meeting her eyes. 
She looks prettier than he does, but that's normal. She moved back, scared. She looked around, looking for her child. This is Chain. He let me live. I also just watched him close one of the nine doors to hell. The woman turned to her husband. She looked back at me. I tried to move my arms. Oh, don't move. Your hands aren't healed yet. I coughed before closing my eyes. He is closing the doors to hell? She stepped closer. Why would you do that? I looked up at her. I have lost so much and all I want to do is end this foolish game I started. If it means I'll get hurt, then that is what I have to do. Sorry I had to scare you, miss. I coughed before looking over to her husband. Are you really chained? I nodded. Yes, Demetrius would be worried right now, but he can beat me up later. I did save some humans, though. I smiled as her eyes widened. My god, you really are different. I sighed, dropping my smile. After years of getting beaten from one person, it can change a person. I lost my family and friends once before, so I will take everything into my hands, and if it hurts me, then so be it. I will prove myself. She covered her mouth before walking away. I'm sorry. I coughed. It's okay. I wrap up your hands now. I nodded slowly. He moved and sat me down. He started wrapping my fingers and up my arms. He had to wash off my arms. We didn't speak as he did so. I wanted to scream and I wanted to rest, but the smell of rotting flesh kept me awake. I watched as he wrapped up the rest of my arm. Did he feel sorry for me? Why would he? He doesn't have to worry about me. He only has to think about his family, his wife, and children. All done. He started as he stood up. Thank you. He looked surprised before smiling. I should be thanking you. I snickered, which hurt. Both my arms are wrapped. Better than most doctors. You did good. Thank you, and you're welcome. I should be getting back. I pushed off the chair he had placed me in. His wife walked in the room. I hope you watch them and live long. She nodded before stepping closer to me. Give this to your family, saying thank you and everything you've done for this world, for making it better. I looked down. She has a small bowl in her hands. I took it from her. The top is covered. Take care. Same with you, Chain. I nodded before inhaling slowly. Keep out of trouble, but if you need any help, call on me. I will be there to help, to repay you for your kindness. I stood all the way up and gripped my teeth. My arm still hurt, but I will push it away. Are you sure that you should be walking? It was the husband who spoke. I smiled back at him. I'm fine. This pain isn't much anymore. I still have to go back and deal with Demetrius and help Dixie. I smiled at the thought of saying her name. Take good care now. The wife started as I turned to the door. See you around, Shane. I looked at them before nodding. Goodbye. I walked for what felt like days. My legs wanted to give way. The bowl in my arms weighed heavy, but my feet didn't stop. I don't know where I'm heading, but I do know that my mind is still weighing heavy from the mirror door. From what the beast has told me. Everything is replaying in my head, but what I wanted to do was get out of hell. Finding another door or a broken wall. A cut in the wall to jump back to the human world. Cuts can easily be fixed by tape that will forever be nameless, but that is what could save me right now. I need to get out of here. Clear my head. And I need to get back to Demetrius before he finds me and kills me. There is a cut in the wall not far from where I had been walking. I jumped through, making it to the human world. The bowl in my arms grew with the weight. I looked down. What could be within? A thank you gift? Food? Or did she just find something that was lying around to give me? Or did she put some thought into it? Did it matter? I shook my head. A thank you gift can be whatever, and I should be glad that they helped me in my time of need. The sky is dark and there are clouds above me. I am in an alleyway with some weird writing on the walls. A few trash cans are turned over. It's dumb to tell the truth. I need to find my way back to Demon Poem, or Bluebird, or anyone in that matter. But I should take my time. They could find me, right? Or would that take forever? Would they care? Did Demetrius? I shook any thought from my mind, changed onto my human form. 
wanted to scream out in pain, but I need to fight the pain and push forward. I walked out of the alleyway and looked around. I feel like I have been here once before. I can't place it, but it was a different time, years ago. Some buildings are new and others are still standing tall. To my far side sits a fountain. There stands in front of the fountain is a little girl, black hair, closed eyes. She reminds me of someone I have seen once before. She has her arms in front of her, like she's praying. She's saying something. I step close to her to hear what she is saying. You are changed to the world. You can do anything you please. You can reach the sky and stars. Only believe you are the chain of everything. My hands flickered and the bowl fell from my hands and hit the ground. She spun around to look at me. I had fallen a bit but cut myself. The girl stepped closer, seeing if I'm okay. I gripped my teeth. My fingers flickered from the pain. Are you okay, sir? Her voice is sweet and calm, different from before. What was she saying before? No, I couldn't stop myself from speaking. Are you hurt? Yes, I hurt my hands. She leaned closer before smiling. I met her eyes. Beautiful. My eyes widened, taken back by her words. She was talking about my eyes, but nothing is beautiful about my eyes nor my sin that I carry with me. I closed my eyes. They are not beautiful. Why not, sir? Because they are a curse. A curse? Why do you say that? I looked up at her before sighing. Why would she know? It's a long story. I gripped my teeth and looked down at the bowl before coughing. Damn that door. Do you need something else to drink? I looked at her before nodding. My body moved by itself. Good. I'll bring you to my house. She reached over and picked up the bowl. She looked down as I pushed myself up. Everything hurt, but I couldn't tell her no. I followed behind her. She had told me about this little place. How she knew it better than her mother's house. She said she grew up here, but... She is young. Why would she walk around at night by herself? Didn't she fear something? She stood and smiled back at me. We had stopped in front of a bar. A smile slowly danced across my face. It's the same one that Dixie brought me to all those years ago. The same place I get free whiskey. My father owns this bar. He can get you something to drink. Come on in. She opens the door and I follow behind her. She walked right up to the bar. This place looks the same. Some of it has been touched up, but it's the same. The same wooden bar. The paintings on the wall are the same. The paint has been touched up. Sit here. She placed the bowl on the counter before running off. I sat down inside. I rested my arms on the counter and smiled. This place brings up memories, ones I didn't think of before. A man walked out of the back with the same little girl. I looked up to him. He didn't pay any mind to my eyes. He does look pissed that I'm here in the first place. What happened to the other man? The one from before. What are you doing here, kid? I looked over to the girl. She looks just like him. Is he her father? And what about her? She smiled warmly. My daughter. I sighed. My eyes rolled. I didn't have the energy to deal with him. Are those contacts or something? He sighed and looked away. Kids these days. I was confused at first. No, not at all, sir. Though I am older than he is. Daddy, he hurt himself. I brought him here to get him something to drink. The girl started as father looked down at her. Is that so? Looked back at me, studying me closely as I sighed. If it's no trouble, I'd like some of my free whiskey now. He laughed and looked over to the bowl before grabbing it. I moved to grab it. Don't touch that or I'll break your arm. He looked at me before laughing at all. You couldn't do anything to me, boy. I'm not just some kid, sir. He turned to his daughter. Go get your grandfather. He hasn't eaten his food yet. The girl nodded before leaving the room. So are you on drugs or something? I giggled a bit. No, I'm not, sir. What are you doing in here, then? Why are you hurt? Why did I have to explain myself to him? Why does he care? I was closing the door. And you hurt both your hands. He crossed his arm before looking down at me. Jeez, this is why I hate humans. I can't act like myself. I sighed. Yes, you could say that. I rolled my eyes. What's in the bowls? If it's drugs, I'll throw you out. I had the bowls. 
It's not drugs, sir. I met his eyes. It's a big bowl for one person. What's with all the questions? It's not just for me. It's for my family. A smile came to my face with my words. Oh, family? Where are they then? Does he still think I'm a child? A demon poem, or the HQ. I'm not sure at the moment. He looked a bit shocked before dropping his arms. He eyed me. Are you messing with me, kid? I met his eyes, the small smile still dancing on my face. No, but I could be messing with you. A long time ago, someone worked here, and one day they made a deal with someone. They made a deal with the devil, and the devil won. They won drinks for life. He looked away as if he hated this story to tell. The door behind him opened, and the small man walked through the door. His eyes met mine. He froze before walking past the man, picking up a glass. What will it be, Chain? I grabbed before snickering at his words. Dad, do you know this kid? The old man turned to the man before nodding. This is no kid, son. He turned back to me. You came back for another drink? I nodded. You could say that. After all, we did make a deal a long time ago. It's only you? No woman? I nodded. Believe it or not, but she would beat me up for having another drink or for what I had done. I laughed it off. A whiskey like always, Chains. I nodded. Nothing else will do. Thank you, good sir. I closed my eyes. Dad, the younger man started the old man's side. I watched them both. Son, get a whiskey for this man. He is a child. His father eyed him, telling him different. Don't speak back to me. I am not blind. I am far from being blind. I may be old and weak, but I am not stupid nor blind. This child you see is Chain. We made a deal and he beat me on my own game. Drink far more than I could ever handle. He looked over to me before smiling. Those are the same eyes. I would never forget them. Never in my lifetime. Now, son, this man right here gets free drinks for life. I don't know what it was getting into when I first made the deal, but he isn't like us. He cannot die, nor can he age, but he will get free drinks for life. This man's son grit his teeth before looking down. It's true. Do you want to make a deal with me as well, then? I grinned. The son looked up at me before grabbing a bottle and pouring some whiskey. It's some strong stuff, kid. I took the glass from him and swallowed it all. I remember drinking with Demetrius. Not bad, but it's a little weak. Got anything stronger? He looked dumbfounded. He turned to his father for answers. You mean this is all real? This is the same person you told me about? I grinned. So I have stories? Ones I didn't know about? I giggled a bit. Here's something stronger, Mr. Chain. The sun placed down another glass. Chain is fine. I felt the air change. I turned my whole body. Facing the front door, I gripped my teeth. Chain, how did I know I could find you here? My skin grew cold. My eyes met Dixie's. She looks pissed. Dixie? The old man walked around to greet her. Jane, what were you doing? She walked closer before backhanding me. I moved my hands and touched my face. I looked up at her, not wanting to answer her questions. The air around us changed once again. My eyes widened. I moved and hit the ground hard. I knelt. Jane. The voice is deep but low. It's Demetrius's voice, but my body is shaking. I'm not scared, but my fingers won't stop shaking. My body is going cold as well. What's wrong with your hands? Dixie questioned as Demetrius walked closer before grabbing my hand, pulling me up to my feet. Jane, where were you? What were you doing after you saved them? The hand he had grabbed is shaking and I can't do anything. My body won't let me. His eyes widened as I closed my eyes. My body screamed out and I changed. I hit the ground fast. My tail moved out of under my shirt and I coughed. Both Dixie and Demetrius gasped as I gripped my teeth. I felt weak. Jane, you. He moved back. I knelt in front of him. What is wrong with you? Dixie stepped closer. Chain, you you closed the door, didn't you? I nodded. My body jolted in pain. That is correct. I have more power over you? Demetrius sounded shocked. My body jolted at the thought of what he could do now. Do as you please. I wanted it to end fast. I will not do that. You have already overcome me, and I will not have you do that again. I could not close a door to hell. Pause. Which one did you close? 
I looked up at him and then down on my fingers. The mirror door. I looked over to Dixie. She looked around before smiling at the old man. Bring back old memories, right? She looked down at me before looking over to Demetrius. Maybe he should have a drink. He nodded before helping me up. My lady, the old man stepped closer. I fell onto the chair before sighing. I went in the whole bar shocked by what they had just seen. The old man and the little girl are the only ones who aren't shocked by this. It's been some time, hasn't it? He walked back behind the counter and picked up a glass. Yes, it has. I hope the deal is still good. He laughed a bit before nodding. Of course. I'm afraid I can't kiss your foot this time, though. She reached over and touched his face before looking over to the girl. It's fine. My hand will do. He took her hand and kissed it. I have saved you to a seat. He moved and showed Dixie to a chair. She smiled. I looked down. I feel better in my demon form and the man doesn't seem to care much about it. The little girl smiled at me before looking over to Demetrius who was watching it all in awe. Come on, Demetrius. They will welcome us. After all, he is the first man to make a deal with the devil and not lost his life. I looked back at him, feeling somewhat better than before, knowing he won't kill me. So you're the man who lost to Chain. It must have been hard not wondering who you were dealing with. Demetrius took his seat next to me. The old man smiled warmly. Not at all, but my son here never believed my old tales, but his daughter loves him. She stepped closer. I still love them. She jumped into a chair and smiled warmly at Demetrius. Do you want anything? He looked down as I coughed. My hands are in pain. Chain, you should get wrapped up. Who did the wrapping for you? The mutt mix I let live. I guess doing something like letting someone live can be a great deal of strength in the long run. I should do that more. Too late. You have already done that. I turned to the door to hear River. She smiled before stepping closer. Connor is with her. Did you smell me out? Believe it or not, but this is our favorite bar in town. We saw them walk me in and I followed. I laughed hard. Did you hear that, old man? You serve demons and wolves. And all you can do is smile and give them drinks. I wonder if you would be happy just serving drinks for us until the end of time. He smiled before shaking his head. Sorry to disagree with you, but I still have a life with my granddaughter. I nodded before standing up. I stepped closer to him. That one is still on edge. All the humans, that is. Whoever said that you couldn't be with your granddaughter? He smiled warmly. How could I stay alive and still watch over her? I looked over to Demetrius. Believe it or not, but this old man right here can make a lot of things happen. Can't you, Demetrius? He coughed before looking at me. Why? He laughed it off. You know this man has sinned. He looked down inside. Better you than Lilith in my book. He can still live like this in that form. All you would have to do is make his heart stop. Why do I care so much? Does that mean I'll die? No, you will always be in their hearts, but your soul will be ours. He laughed at that. I think I drank that away a long time ago. I snickered. Same. You never had a soul. Your mother took that a long time ago. Dixie started as she drank some whiskey. I looked over to her. As mean as ever, Dixie. She smiled before placing the glass down. What's with the bowl? River questioned, changing the topic. I turned back to her. Mutmix gave it to me. I'm not sure what's within. I moved my hand. Connor stepped closer and grabbed my tail. Jolted before spinning around. Don't touch it! He let go before stepping back. You have a tail? I sighed. Yes, I have one. Deal with it. I turned away, my tail moved and wrapped around my body. I've never seen it. That's because he never shows it, Dixie started as she took another drink. Why? Connor's full of questions he doesn't need answers to. He is confused about his life. Dixie laughed at that. I shot her a look. What does that mean? She waved her hand. Nothing. But in other words, he doesn't even like having his tail or showing it. It's a soft spot, like his link to his past. My eyes widened, shocked that she had remembered that or thought about it. I looked down inside. Is that right? Demetrius started as he grabbed a glass. 
I have always thought as if Chain never liked his tail or using it because it showed the world that he could take back his dark life. He paused for a moment. Maybe that is his past. Shut it, I shouted as they left. It's not funny. I moved my tail under my shirt a bit more, hiding it. I crossed my arms. I don't see why you would find that funny. It's only a tail. Connor patted my back. At least you don't chase your tail. River laughed hard at that one. I heard someone behind us laughing as well. We turned to see a man laughing at a table behind us. He stopped once he met our eyes. Oh, sorry. He looked down. Fear shot through his eyes and I snickered. I guess we really have found a good place. Demetrius patted my shoulder. Yes, it seems so. Laugh, it was pretty funny, seeing how he can't even wrap up his hands himself. Both of my hands hurt, I shouted as he nodded. I could wrap them up for you. We all turned back to the man who had laughed. Why? Why would you help a half like myself? Not sure what a half is, but I'm a doctor. When someone is hurt, I know I should help them. He moved a doctor's bag onto the table. It's a bit old-fashioned, but it helps in a pinch. Come sit down next to me. I walked over to his table and took the seat next to him. Wow, whoever did this knew what they were doing. Better than some nurses I know. He smiled warmly. A mix of a wolf, monkey, and cat did this wrapping for me. I should call their kind mutt mix. It fits them well. Well, whoever he is, he did a good job. Let me take this all off first. I need to see what I'm working with. I nodded. His fingers touched the surface of my wrapping, and I drove to back. May I ask what happened to you? I looked away before sighing. I was closing a door to hell. Each door is different. The one I closed called the mirror door. It caused you far more pain than you should ever feel. My flesh ended up rotting off. He covered his mouth as he started unwrapping. He could see my rotting flesh and could smell it. Hell, I could taste it. Sorry, but you are the one who had asked what had happened. After all, I'm a half-demon, half-demon slave. He looked at me before laughing. Sorry, but I don't believe in the demons of God. I studied him before laughing. Hard, too. Even though one is sitting right next to you? He nodded slowly before unwrapping my left arm. I only see someone who is trying to do good. Nothing else. Maybe I'm just drunk and this is all in my head. But you see, this is my favorite bar. I've been coming here for years and I'm not quieting anytime soon. I looked around. I see. Makes sense. How's the bread here? Not bad. A little dry, but not too bad. I frowned. Hey, Demetrius, could you see what's inside the bowl? Kind of hungry. Didn't get a finish eating before. He moved over and opened it. Did you lose the bag? Dixie questioned. She could say that. Looks like you have some luck, Chain. Sorry, I was worried about saving the others. How are they doing, by the way? Demetrius moved the bowl and showed me what's within to my luck. It's bread. They're doing well. Watch Demetrius. Can you bring some of that to my mouth? I can't move my arms. Demetrius rolled his eyes before shoving some bread onto my face. I took a bite. I heard some people laughing at the scene that they just saw. Laugh all you want. This stuff is so good. I smiled warmly. The bread is soft and fluffy. It's warm and filling. Almost like a dog, River joked as I eyed her. Wow, you really did a number on your hands. It was that doctor who spoke. I didn't want to look down nor to him. I focused on the bread and getting away from the smell that was in front of me. After all, demons have to deal with all this pain, so don't worry much about it. He is hard-headed and stubborn, Demetrius started as he took a bite out of some bread. Wow, who made this? My eyes closed. I feel like I was in heaven. Well, not really. I felt at ease with the bread. I pushed the pain away and finished the bread. The bread is made with care and love. It makes everything else taste like shit. It's the cherry on top, an ice-cold drink on a hot day, the sunshine on a cloudy day. It's peaceful and that you wished for. It's heaven on earth for me. It made me feel human once again, but that is just my own foolishness taking over. I am not human. I am a killer. Fighting against God and death. Going after blood, no one can stop me now. They haven't stopped me yet, and Lilith will be no different.
I stood against God and death and flipped them off, telling them and showing them to come and get me, to dare and try to stop me, but they never came close. But what makes me so different than the next person? Is it because I have felt the pain of death and sorrow, or the pain of suffering before everything was taken from me? Is it because I have already died even before I had been killed? My thoughts don't matter anymore. After all, I don't follow the same rulers as everyone else. They follow the rules given to them, and they follow them to a T. I'm not straight line. Never will be, and never was. We will be taking our leave. There are things that must get done. Demetrius started as I looked over to him. I'm still getting looked at. He took another bite out of the bread. Did he hear my thoughts? Could he see through me? Then hurry up, as if I could. He was being serious, though. He turned away. I could see a small smile on his face. Maybe he was pleased with me being alive, or maybe he was pleased with Dixie being here. With all of us. Whatever his reasoning, I'm happy that there is a smile on his face. Sure, I'll finish up here, he added for the door. I'll be waiting outside, I nodded. He was worried about you, Dixie started as she stepped closer. I looked over to her before smiling warmly. He is like a father to us, so of course he was worried, knowing him. She looked down at the doctor who had taken off some rotten flesh and cleaned my arms and hands. You really hurt yourself, didn't you? I don't want to look down. Yes, but I'm not going to look down at my fingers. I can still smell my flesh. I can feel my skin healing, or trying. I bet if you had asked Demetrius, he would heal it for you. I looked away. Why don't you just help me? She hit my back before smiling. Wouldn't you be able to trust me? I sighed. I'm almost done. The doctor started. I looked over to him. He is serious, almost as if it's life or death. You come here when you watch someone die, don't you? He looked up fast before sighing and going back to my hands. You can see right through me. If there was God, he'd be looking down on me, ashamed of what I have done. I snickered. Are you stupid or something? Satan would be laughing at what you just stated. God looks over everyone, even myself when I was human. I might have thought that he never cared about me or anyone I loved, but then I knew my place. I knew that I was needed far from where he had placed me. Believe in what you want, but know that whatever happens to you now, you'll always be watched. Maybe not in a good way. Maybe you'll be shamed upon, but just know that someone's watching over you. Helping you even if you don't want the help or don't believe in it. Even if it leads you to a dead or far off place. Know that you can always make something good out of what you have been given. This is how I get through life like this. I am different from you. I walk both worlds. Killing, taking names and grinning about their death. Dealing with the past and future. But I know even if I end up in a dead end, I can always find my way around or just make another doorway and get found. Smile, my eyes moving over my fingers. I felt my stomach turn. He had wrapped up one of my arms already. Who knew you were a poet? Dixie rolled her eyes and I looked away. Shut up. May I ask your name? If you are really real? I looked back to the doctor. Chain, what is your name? He laughed before sighing. He is finishing on my other arm. I'm called Dan. Danny is my real name. I nodded. I'll have to remember that. He finished laughing. Pushed out of the chair. Let's go. Can you jump us? Dixie nodded. She grabbed me. River and Connor sighed. We'll be staying here for a bit. We took a few demons out. I nodded. River was the one who spoke. See you back at Demon Poe. She nodded as Dixie and I walked out of the bar. Are we jumping or walking? Demetrius laughed at that. He turned and punched me hard in the face. I hit the ground. Dixie moved back. She had grabbed the bowl when I wasn't looking. I rubbed my face. Don't be stupid and run off like that. Demetrius shouted as I looked up at him. I'm sorry, Demetrius. I didn't know what I was thinking. I only wanted to close the door and end this game. I know I have done something bad. I'm sorry for that. He sighed and moved closer. It's fine. It just means Lilith has one less card to play. I grinned, which made Demetrius study me closely. 
I can see all of our cars now. What does that even mean? I snickered before standing up. It hurt my hands. Don't worry about that. We can just get back so I can rest up. I need to heal my hands and skin. Demetrius nodded before taking my arm. We jumped back. I even get to see how the building looked before I fell over and hit Demetrius' arm. I didn't know how truly tired I was. The next thing I know is I feel something soft. I don't know where I am, but I can feel Demetrius close by. Sleep well. My mind went blank. It was Dixie's voice. Did she put me to sleep? Did Demetrius tell her to? End of chapter 20. This is a work of fiction. Original work with made-up characters and lands. Thank you for listening.